Masechet Pesachim Daf Kof Gimel 103. We're dealing with the Nusach of how to say Kiddush and Havdalah together when Yom Tov falls out on Motzei Shabbat. And we're going to see lots of different variants and try to figure out the reasons for each. So we start Gufa. We already, we already mentioned part of this uh, in the previous stuff. Yom Tov Shechal Liot Achar HaShabbat. Rav Amar Yakne, Ushmuel Amar Yanhak. So when Yom Tov um, it falls out on Motzei Shabbat, so since we have to say both Havdalah and Kiddush questions, which one do you say first? Uh, Shemuel makes sense. We'll start with that. He goes in chronological order. He says Yain. Well, you always do wine first because Tadir Veshenu Tadir Tadir Kodem is the most common Beracha, and then you have the Ned and Havdalah. Um, as usual, you say the the candle, and then you say Havdalah. Um, so that would be a regular Motzei Shabbat. So in other words, you finish Shabbat first, say Havdalah first, and then while you have the cup of wine, you don't need, need to get another cup of wine, then you say Kiddush as well. Uh, so basically you say Havdalah first, and then you just continue with Kiddush. There's no Bissamim because uh, one reason is you still uh, so you still have that elevated spiritual state, the extra extra neshama. Uh, so there's no need to say uh, to say have besamim uh, to cheer us up after that. Also, another reason um, is that you're about to go into Yom Tov and you're still going to have a nice meal and you still feel um, feel happy from that. Uh, so you don't need the besamim. Second one makes a bit more sense because we don't say besamim when Yom when Yom Tov is over. It's really only for Shabbat. Okay, so Shemuel says you go in chronological order. Hadav, however, says he agrees. Yes, you do the wine first because that's uh, that's most common. But he wants to say kiddush first, and then the candle and havdalah, candle and havdalah go together, and you say that afterwards. It seems the reason is that you don't want to leave a gap where there's no kiddusha at all. If you have havdalah first, then you finished, and now there's a gap. Like when you change the guards, you don't have the old guard go home and then the new guard come in, because then there's a time when there's no guard there at all, right? You have the new one come in first, so you welcome in the Yom Tov, and then you say goodbye to the to Shabbat, right? We want to delay saying goodbye to Shabbat as much as possible, uh, so invite the new uh, holiday in first. Okay, that's the two opinions. And now we're going to see six other uh, opinions that are um, based on either Rav or Shemuel. The truth is that altogether, since there's four different slots, there's uh, the, all the possibilities, the theoretical possibilities would be four factorial, which would be 24, uh, but only eight are actually viable. Uh, so let's see what the next one is. yayin havdalah ner kidush. So first wine, that he agrees, and then Havdalah first, and then Kiddush. That is the same as Shemuel, and he only disagrees with Shemuel in putting the Ned in between, rather than before, as usually is in Havdalah, puts it in between. The reason seems to be he doesn't want to have Havdalah and Kiddush back to back. Uh, it's too, uh, you know, you're separating Kodesh and Chol, and then you're accepting Kodesh. So it's better to have some separation between those two ideas, so put Ned in the middle. So he says, Kiddush first and then Havdalah. That follows the order of Rav. Um, yet he also wants to have a separation between them. And so he also he puts the uh, Ned and the Yayin in between. The Yayin going between the Ned and Havdalah is curious because um, usually Ned and Havdalah go together. It seems that he wants Havdalah, the Yayin to be as close as possible to the Havdalah and not Kiddush, because after all, Kiddush, you could say on bread, 
so you don't need the wine. But Havdalah, you need to have the wine. And therefore, to make it clearer that the wine is going with the Havdalah, um, it goes over there. But Rabbanan Amar, Kiddush, Yain, Ner, Havdalah. Almost the same as Levi, except just switching around the Yain and the Ner. He wants the Ner and Havdalah. Those always go together. And then the Yain would go in the middle so we can serve uh, both sides. Mord Bereh, the Rabbana Amar, Ner, Kiddush, Yain, Havdalah. So Kiddush first and then Havdalah. That is the same as Rav. Um, and uh, putting the ner first is, makes it far away from Havdalah, which is uh, curious, but seems because when he says, when you should say a blessing on the fire, as soon as you see, see the fire, and after all, you have fire around because uh, for Yom Tov, you're going to have lights in the room, and ner Yom Tov, and so therefore say that ner first, and then go on with the rest. Marta Amar Mishemeh Derabi Yoshua, ner Yain Havdalah Kiddush. So he agrees that the fire should come first. Um, however, he says, uh, first Havdalah and then Kiddush. And in that way, he's following the opinion of Shemuel. Um, and he doesn't mind them being back to back. He wants the, uh, the wine to be before both of them. Okay, so now this is in the name of Rabbi Yoshua. However, it's not clear if this is perhaps the same as Rabbi Yoshua as the one we're about to see. And also Rashbam doesn't explain this one. So it could be that this Nihak is actually supposed to be Nahyak, but we're about to see that opinion. Okay, so this is the last opinion now. Shalach le'abu d'shmuel le'rabi. Yelamedenu rabbenu seder habdalo te'ach. Okay, they send a message to Rabbi Udanasi. Um, what is, can you please teach us what is the halacha here? What should we do? In fact, he said, first the Ned, you see that first, so say it, and then Havdalah. Um, so that is following the order of Shemuel, the Havdalah first, Yain in the middle, so that way you can serve both, and Kiddush at the end. Okay, so that's, uh, those are all the different opinions. Amar Rabbi Hanina, Mashal de Rabbi Yoshua ben Hananya, Lemelech sheyosev veiparkos nichnas, Melavina tamelech vacharkach yosim likrat iparkos. So now we're going to explain the, the opinion of Rabbi Yoshua ben Hananya. He was the last one mentioned, but actually he's uh, earlier. It seems that he's earlier than even Rav and Shemuel, so probably not the same as the other Rabbi Yoshua. And so we um, um, we explain his reasoning. Why should we say Havdalah first and then um, and then Kiddush? It says because it's a mashal first. Um, uh, if you have a king that's leaving and a duke that's uh, arriving. First, you want to uh, escort the king out. So the king, that's Shabbat. And so you want to see, the, see it out. And only then do you greet the, um, the, the duke. And that's the reason for that order. Now that we explained all the opinions, we ask again, so what should we actually do? And so now we have yet two more, two more opinions, but both of these basically agree with Rav, uh, except now uh, most of the time you have to say Shechianu as well. Uh, so when you have to say Shechianu, where, where do you say, where do you say it? Abaye Amar Yak Zena, Amar Yak Nehaz. 
So the, basically, they're both saying yakne, which is what was the opinion of Rav. So yain kiddush. And then the question is, now do you say shechianu now? Because yain kiddush shechianu, right, Zaman, that, that, that's about the holiday that's coming. And then after that, you do ner and havdalah. So that would make sense uh, to do it that way. It's abayev. What Rav says, shechianu is always at the end, no matter what. Even though you're saying yain kiddush, and then you're going to say ner and havdalah, and the Shechianu is actually for the new holiday, which you said Kiddush already for, but it's the one that's the least attached to the wine, because really you could say it without wine, and therefore it goes all the way at the end, no matter what. And that is, in fact, the halacha. That's what we do as well. We say Yaknehaz, as we will do this coming uh, upcoming Pesach. Rav Huna Bad Yehuda Ikla Lebe Rava. Okay, we're going to have three stories about Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, who goes to the house of Rava. We just said the halacha is like him. And uh, when he's there, he notices uh, different practices of Rava and asks questions about, uh, on them. So here's the first of the three. So he was there uh, for a Motzei Shabbat, and he, they brought him a light. And uh, and uh, and spices. And he said the blessing on the spices first, and then on the fire for havdalah, which is the same order that we do. He says, but whether you follow Bet Shammai or Bet Hillel, they both agree that you say first, and then So why did you do that order? Uh, my here, what's the what's the source of from of that question? That says the cases where you have a meal on Saturday afternoon, you continue the meal into the nighttime. You're allowed to continue eating since you started before. Um, but when you finish, then you're going to say both Birkatamazon and Havdalah. So how do you do that? So Bet Shammai says first uh Esh. Then, because uh, you're seeing fire, you want to say that first. And then you say, amazon, and then besamim, and then havdalah. So you see that fire first, and then besamim. But he agrees, besamim, umazon, havdalah. So both agree that ned is first, havdalah is last. Uh, the only question is, besamim and mazon, does besamim go with the ned, or does besamim go with the havdalah? Um, but they both agree that ned first, and then besamim. So, uh, how come you did it the other way around? answered and says, That entire Mishnah, which is anonymous, uh, follows the interpretation of Rabbi Meir and what he says about Betil Bet Shammai. Rabbi Yudah has a different version, and he says, actually, Bet Shammai and Bet Hillel agree that Mazon is first, not Ned is first, like he says here, but Mazon is always first, and Avdalah is always last. So what is their argument? The two in the middle. Bet Shammai says, first the fire and then the spices. Bet Hillel says, first the spices and then the fire. And that's what Rava did. And then that's, in fact, that's what we do. Okay, that's uh, story number one. Now, next, the second one. Rav Yaakov bar Abayik la lebe Rava. I don't know if it's the same on the same occasion or maybe went to his house on a different occasion. But anyway, he's always looking, uh, looking at Rava's practices to learn from them, and he asks a question. Hazia de barech borepriagefen 
הקסה קמה, ועדל בריך הקסה דברכתה, ואשתה. He saw this, they sit down to the meal, and so he, he has wine. Um, it could be any time, even during the week. So he has wine, he, open, he, he says Borei Pregefen on the wine, uh, when he, at the beginning of the meal. And then they say Berkat Amazon, and if they, whenever they had Zimun, they would say Berkat Amazon with wine. And he said, after Berkat Amazon, he said another Borei Pregefen on the second cup of wine and drank it. So uh, Rav Yaakov asked, how come you said Borei Pregefen so many times? Now you already said you already said Gefen on the first cup of wine. So let that cover all the way till the end, till after Berkat Amazon. Rava answers when I was in the house of the of the exilarch. He did it that way, so I'm following that practice, right? He's uh he's a great, great uh, leader of the generation. He says, yeah, that's only works when that, that was a proper thing for people to do, right? For others to do when they are in the house of the exilarch, because since they are guests and the Resh is the host, you never know, is he going to bring more wine or not? And so when he brings one cup of wine and the guests say, and they have in mind that one, and they don't know if is there, there's going to be another one. So therefore, when they bring the, the, the last one, let's say, and again, because you didn't necessarily have it in mind the first time, because he was just a guest. However, here, this is your own home and you have the cup of wine. It's right here in front of you and you have in mind that you know what you're going to do. You know you're going to drink some now and you know you're going to drink some later. So you should have in mind to cover both of them. So that, that's not a good proof. So Rava explains further that he, he's following the students of Rav. What, what did they do? Right? These, they, uh, these uh, students were, were sitting and eating a meal. And Rav Yevasava was serving them. Uh, often they wouldn't have a, a dedicated waiter, but rather uh, the youngest colleague or student would be the one that would wait on the other sages. So then at the end of the meal, they told, they asked the attendant, please bring a, a cup of wine so that we can say Berkat Amazon over it. But then they changed their mind. You say, you know what? We don't want to say Berkat Amazon. We want to hang out here a bit longer. So bring us a cup of wine and we'll drink and continue the meal. Amar Lehu, the attendant said, Hachi Amar Rav, who was, the attendant was also a student of Rav, and he said, Rav taught us that you may not do that. Once you said, let us say Berkat Amazon, that indicates that you're ending the meal, and now you're not allowed to drink anymore. So you see that the, so too, the wine that you say after Berkat Amazon is separate, and you have to say again. Because you diverted your attention, right? You're not in the middle of the meal anymore, um, stopping the meal, and then certainly saying Berkat Amazon, that shows you're concentrating on that. You're not concentrating on eating and drinking anymore. And therefore, you have to say another Beracha. Okay, well, another story about sages sitting, sitting and eating, and one of the students is their attendant. So you have three sages here, and they each do, do, do have a different practice. 
the first one, he would say another blessing on every single cup of wine that was uh, poured for him. would only say a blessing on the first and the last, like in the previous story. He said on the first, and that's it. He did not say again on any of the subsequent cups of wine. So what's going on? He was the attendant. Uh, so he's uh, looking at this and asked them, he says, you know, what's going on? What should I do? Right? I'm, I'm looking up to you guys. You're the older students and uh, everybody's doing something different. So Amemar said, uh, don't, don't, I changed my, I changed my mind. Meaning, but uh, after I had one cup of wine, I had in mind, you know, I'm going, only going to drink one cup. And therefore, my was only about that. Later, I changed my mind. I said, you know what? I'll have another cup. But since in, in my first paracha, I didn't have in mind to have a second one. So I have to say a new one. And he kept doing that and kept thinking, I'm just going to, this will be my last one. And so that's why he has to keep saying another paracha. But if you know that you're going to drink a few, then uh, you only say one. Uh, I followed the students of Rav, as in the previous story, who say it on the first uh, cup, and then uh, again at the end of Rabbekat Amazon. says, no, we don't follow halacha like the students of Rav, because Rav himself uh, we can prove from him that he would only say one beracha, one beracha in the beginning, and that covers even the one for Berkat Amazon. How does he know that Rav would say that? Because after all, as we saw above, when you have Motzei Shabbat is Yom Tov, you say Yain Kiddush Ned Havdalah, so which means that you're saying on one cup of wine, you're saying Kiddush and then Havdalah, even though Kiddush is in the middle. So, but that's not a problem. They're not considered a hefsek. And you could stay Havdalah on the same cup of wine. And therefore, the same thing here. Uh, even though I said, um, I'm saying Bekat Amazon in the middle. So what? I have in mind, while I'm saying Bekat Amazon, I'm going to drink the next one. And so saying Bekat Amazon is not an interruption, just like Kiddush is not an interruption. So that's what Rav Asher thought. Uh, the Talmud itself, however, does not agree. There, when Samukatamazon in the middle, then he uprooted his mind from drinking. He stopped the meal. He's saying this long Berkatamazon. And so he, right, he finishes, not connected with the opening Berachai. He said all the way at the beginning of the meal. However, here, when he's saying Kiddush and Havdalah together, he's holding the cup of wine. He's about to say it. He knows he's keeping in the, the, that wine in mind the whole time while he's saying Kiddush. And so he can uh, and say it, uh, he can say it on Havdalah as well. So the uh, circumstances are different. Okay. So in that uh, story of Rav Yaakov, who uh, went to, to um, uh, Rava's house, and so this is now the third question that he has when he went to visit. Uh, once they got to Havdalah, he saw that the attendant went and took a torch and lit the torch from the candle. They had was candle there already. And instead of saying on the candle, he uh, lit a torch to say it on the on big fire. So Rav Yaakov said, why, Rava, why do you need such a big fire here? 
You already have a candle, yeah, a lamp. It's actually a lamp. They didn't have candles back then. Uh, right? They had an oil lamp uh, there. It's a small fire. What's wrong with that? This is uh, the attendant did it on his own. I didn't tell him to do it. Right? I don't know. Ask him. He felt like it. There's no, no particular reason. Insightful student. He knew that if he said, if it's not that you told your attendant to do that, he wouldn't do it on his own. There's a re- reason. Come on, tell me. He pulled, so he pulled it out of him. So he answers us, don't you agree that saying Havdalah on a torch is uh, is the greatest misvah? After all, you're saying in plural. Right, and so you are you so you're enjoying fire. Uh, so the you know the bigger fire, the better. This shows how much we appreciate the fact that we have fire that we can use to see for heat for uh, manufacturing things. So a bigger the bigger the better. Um, uh, is different from uh, lighting candles Friday night, where that is only used for light. And so there, it's just you know, small. You know, there's no 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 need to have a torch there. Uh, you, a, a small light is nice and pleasant. Um, okay. So in that same story, he's saying Abdallah, and here's the nusach of the of the Abdallah. He said, same as one that we have. Right? We thank God who separates between holy and mundane, between light and dark, between Israel and the other nations, between the seventh day and the six days of work. So four distinctions here. So Ravakov asks yet another question. Why so many? Why do you have so many? Why do you have such a long, uh, a long blessing? Period. So why do you need all four? Just say one. In fact, Biudanasi said only that. You should say at least three and at most seven distinctions between uh, between what God separates between different things. So right between three and seven. So that's why I, I don't do only one. I like to say more. Uh, the fact that they have three and seven here is very interesting because Professor Shama Friedman has an article showing that the Talmud often uh, uh, puts things in lists of either three or seven, three sections or seven sections or seven different um, uh, um, uh, opinions that are in uh, that you can find that are in the, the structure of many sugyot. So you see explicitly here they talk about three and seven being good numbers to follow. He says, okay, that's very nice. He said three or seven, but you had four. So, I mean, at first we thought it says, you know, not, not less than three and not more than seven. But we see now he means either three or seven and not anything in between. So he says, you, you put four things in your Havdalah. Why? Um, you didn't say three and you didn't say seven. And Rava answers, Ibra. This is the, the last one is not really on its own, but rather is a summary. So here's the nusach of the, the usual Havdalah, right? Um, first you say a geffen, and then um, you say, that's one distinction. Second, you say, is the third. 
And then whenever, in all, all uh, long berachot, you want to, before the conclusion, right, the conclusion and the opening is always the same, similar, but before the conclusion, you want to have a summary. So is not its own clause, it's not its own distinction, but, but it's, it's not part of the list, in other words, but rather it's a summary statement. So you have one, two, three, then a summary, and the summary should be similar to the theme of the opening or the closing. In this case, the opening and closing are the same, so it doesn't matter. And then, and then you have the closing beracha. So really, I says I've, I followed the number three, and then I have a summary. Okay, good. Um, we have a rule in the name of Shemuel that whenever you're saying Avdalah, and truth is for most berachot that we say, you should say a summary um, uh, that's similar to the to the ending beracha, close to the ending beracha. They disagree. It says that they say that the summary statement before the ending beracha should be similar to the opening of the beracha. Um, so most of the time, the opening of beracha and the closing of beracha are the same as it is in, the, in here, where the opening is Hamadib and Kosh Lechol and the ending is Hamadib and Kosh Lechol. So it really doesn't matter. The concluding section of the body, of the middle body, would, uh, doesn't matter if it was the same as the opening or the closing, because the opening and closing is the same. Uh, okay, so that the Gemara is just going to end off here and saying, well, what is the difference between Shemuel and the sages from Pumpedita? My Benayhu, in what case would it make a difference? Ika Benayhu Yom Tov Shechal Yot Achara Shabbat so the difference would be when um, uh, the case that we started off the daf with is when you have a Shabbat and, and uh, then Yom Tov following Shabbat, in which case you're going, you're, you're not separating between Kodesh Lechol, but rather we end off in Kodesh Lechodesh. So in that case, we open the Beracha with Baruch HaMadim Ben Kodesh Lechol, and, but the closing is Ben Kodesh Lechodesh. So then in that summary statement, what do you do? According to Shemuel, that it should be the same as the closing. Uh, so I'll show you what the, uh, you know, this is what we do also. Uh, so we have, the, this is what, uh, you know, when we say the yakne has, um, it's Baruch HaMadir Ben Kodesh Lechol. The opening is always the same. That's distinction number one. Ben Olachoshech, number two. Ben Yisamim is number three. Ben Yomashib Yisheshimah Maaseh, that's the summary uh, that we have all the time. But now we want to make sure the summary is the same as the closing beracha according to Shemuel. In this case, the closing beracha has been Kodesh le Kodesh. Or Ben Kodesh le Kodesh, that, that the summary Ben does not fit the summary, the, 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 the closing beracha. Therefore, we need to add but this line between the Kedushav Shabbat and the Kedushav Shem Tov, God, you separated. And uh, the, seventh, uh, um, the seventh day from the other six days, you made holy and you separated and you, you made holy the, your nation of Israel with your holiness. And so this is uh, more complex because we wanted to reflect the fact that now we're Ben Kodesh to Kodesh. According to Shemuel, you do need this. According to the sages of Pumbedita, they say that the 
um, the concludes the summary in the body does not have to match the closing, but rather the opening. So since the opening is ben kodesh lehol, it would be sufficient just to say the usual and you would not need to add uh, this uh, long uh, section in between. So that's a case where it would make a difference. Although you're right, in most cases it would not. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.